Welcome to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Troll. There are no tornadoes today as we record. We're all very happy about this fact. The only tornado seems to be the one that took over Father Anthony's hair this morning. Father Anthony, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much. I just woke up from a nap. That's why my hair's all messy. I'm sticking with the tornado theory. I don't, I don't Okay. I think the people are going to trust me a little bit more than they trust you. I think I've earned that. What do you think? Oh, I don't think that's true at all. But I like and I'm pleased that you think that because it's good that you have that kind of confidence. Well, I was going to say that you had changed my mind, but then it would take away that compliment that you had. So, like, I was going to try to be nice to you, and now you've entrapped me. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. What a great way to no start problem. the show. Yeah. Thank you for saluting me silently. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just great radio. Speaking of great radio, today I'm going to describe to you a cartoon that I read this weekend. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how you make this entertaining, Taylor. I describe make the- everything entertaining. Um including things that shouldn't be. Let's list off things that shouldn't be entertaining. One at, one after the other. Rapid fire. Are you ready? No, but go anyway. Okay, things that should not be entertaining. Childbirth, go. Death. Me- Memento Mori. Um, mass. Death. Are you just going to say death over and over again? Yeah, that's what I was going to do for the bit. Do you think that'd be funny or no? No, we should, we should, st- we should try again. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll start. <laughs> Death. Ah, oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> I've prepared you well for this. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of preparing you well, I didn't prepare you at all for this. So we're gonna we're gonna get a real test. I've done this. I've done this with you before, so it's nothing sure. new. But uh, the first question should be fairly easy. A few weeks ago, we celebrated Easter Sunday. That was its name. And then the next week, we celebrated Second Sunday in the octave Easter. That, I mean, you're not wrong, but that's not... Oh, you're thinking about Divine Mercy Sunday. We did Divine Mercy Sunday. That That is what I'm thinking, and so was the entire rest of the people listening, except yeah. for the priest. I mean, <laughs> but I, like, it's weird, though, because you weren't wrong. Right. So I don't know how to make fun of you, so I'm just going to laugh and move on. Is that okay with okay. you? Death, yes, I am death. correct, but unhelpful. <laughs> Earlier, you described my show as like loud and obnoxious, and you just described <laughs> your priesthood. Um, I, 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 <laughs> what not did you, wrong. What did you not say? Cor- not wrong, but not helpful. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh man, we love each other here at Forte Catholic. You know that what they said in the scriptures, right? Like you've read the scriptures. Yeah, once or twice. Yeah. So. Uh, like all of them once or twice, or like you've read parts of it once or twice? Probably all of them, at least twice. Have you read Probably. the whole Bible? I did at least one time read through the whole Bible, yes. Okay, here's here's what I did. I read all of all through the New Testament because I was a good little boy, and then I went good. through the Old Testament, and I got all the way through until I had seven books left, which ironically enough isn't the seven books that like are just in the Catholic Bible. It was just the, yeah. the last seven in the Old Testament. And I, I just gave up, and that was years ago, and I've never finished that project. It would take me 45 minutes to finish, and I just never I did. would say reading straight through the Bible is highly overrated. You know what else? Like, we should just list things off that are overrated. Okay. I'll, I'll start. Uh, death. My homilies. <laughs> uh, um, Thaddeus as himself and not playing Rocco. 
Uh, are we still doing this? Yes. Uh, Forte Catholic. No, I think I think the show's highly underrated. To be fair, okay. <laughs> to be honest, um, what other things are overrated? Um. Oh, uh, easy. Uh, Game of Thrones. Go away. Okay, so <laughs> this past Sunday we celebrated uh, the final battle, but we also celebrated what Sunday? Good Shepherd Sunday. I'm very surprised you didn't say the fourth Sunday of Easter. <laughs> well, now I know where you're going. Now where your mind's at. Now I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm very proud of you. Um, so went to, went to mass, and there were uh, a couple of notes from the mass that I wanted to to share. One in particular, I got one thing out of mass. That's good. That's one more hey, than I usually than, get. Better than zero things. <laughs> yeah. So um, I want to share one of those, but first. In this first segment, I want to share this cartoon that absolutely wrecked my life. But before we get to that, this is what I have done to you before that mm-hmm. I didn't prep you for today. You, you gave how many, hom- how many times did you give a homily this Sunday? Zero times. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I was on vacation, and I got back to the rectory, and I said a private mass, and I did not preach to myself, shockingly. <laughs> As much as I like my own voice, I did not preach a homily just to myself and to the angels. But it would make sense for you to preach just for yourself because you're the only person that you listen to. That's also true. So, yes, I get that it's surprising, but that is what happened. So this ruins the whole bit because I was going to ask you to give your homily from this Sunday. Like, I've asked you to do it before. I don't even remember what the readings were. I read them through once, just as I celebrated Mass by myself. I don't know what the readings were, and we both went. That's how fantastic of Catholics we are. <laughs> oh, man. This is what happens when you try to entrap a priest into remembering his homily, and then mm-hmm. you realize in the middle of a radio show that he didn't give one. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the cartoon? Yeah, talk about the cartoon. <laughs> you want to list off things that uh, are overrated? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so cartoon. I'm just scrolling through the old Instagram. That thing that you don't do. I don't do that. Which I'm I'm proud of because you would just you know it's the one place I'm beating you in life. Yeah. <laughs> the only place you chose not to put up a fight is the only place that I'm winning. Yes. That and video games, by the way. Which let's get into this before even we get to the cartoon. Um, right. And for those of you who think that. Um, I'm just leaving this cartoon as, as something to keep you here. You're absolutely right. So, yeah. uh, Father Anthony, I didn't know until about, I don't know, 35 days into Lent that you gave up video games for Lent. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give them up per se, all video games, but I definitely, definitely stopped playing online and played very few video games at all. So wait, essentially for Lent you gave up me. You gave up spending time with me on the internet. That's what you did? You know, sometimes you have to give up that which you cherish the most in order to get closer to what you really should cherish the most, which is Jesus. So maybe I did that. Maybe that was my reasoning. What's great is like I wasn't I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about you. I just stopped playing video games. That's all it was. I never like it when like the internet breaks up, but the fact that the internet just broke up as we were recording this, as mm. you were just lying to me, is the most beautiful yeah. thing that's ever happened in the show's <laughs> history. <laughs> Thanks, internet. Um so you gave them up 
and then this weekend you were like, hey, Taylor, we should play video games tomorrow together as like our reunion for the first time in like three months of playing video games. And then you ignored me that whole day. What happened there? Uh, Let's see. I was loading up the game and then I didn't see your text and I just started playing video games with other people. Wow, that's even yeah. worse than I imagined. <laughs> yeah, yikes. When I say it out loud, I feel a little bit bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that, like, you have said multiple times you can't hear my confession, like, over the radio. But, like, I think, I th- tell me the theology on a priest apologizing over radio. Is that allowed? Yeah, I'm allowed to ap- Yeah, you can apologize to someone over the radio. I mean, apologies are good. There's not going to be any sacramental grace, but... Um, did I apologize to you? I just said I felt bad. I haven't yet apologized to you. No, that's why I'm asking. Uh... <laughs> Taylor, I'm sorry for not playing video games with you. Wow, I literally, I'm thank you for apologizing. When you paused, I literally thought you wanted me to go on. Like I literally thought that you weren't no, going to apologize. That was a dramatic pause. I didn't want to be too long. But uh, that was my dramatic pause. Like, oh, Anthony's getting serious right now. Father Anthony's getting super serious. He paused. He paused. Is that how you do it? It works much better in homilies when you can see that I'm not talking on purpose. Over the radio, the dramatic pause doesn't work so good. That's my bad. Well, I can see you, and it didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, to this cartoon. Let's actually get there. Scrolling through the old Instagram. I think this is the same day that you uh, abandoned me. Um, It's it's a, a humanoid... Sheep. Do you know what? Do you know what human? What does a humanoid humanoid sheep look like in your mind? Sheep that has human characteristics. Yes. So it's like it's got like it's like sitting in a lawn chair. Are you are you are you picking it up? If you're understanding, then the people are understanding. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, it has a television. It's outside with a hill in the background, and there's a like a I don't know why it's so old timey like there's a television that is further it goes it's wider backwards than it is like why right so it's like an old it's not like a flat screen it's not like a HD TV it's an old fashioned box uh, TV right so it's outside and it also has a plug coming out of it which doesn't mm. make any sense to me like where is it plugged into but it's on that's the main point I, as I'm looking at this I'm realizing that it makes less and less sense. The point makes sense, but this whole okay. scene makes less and less sense. Um, he's got a, com- a laptop computer in front of him. He's also reading a magazine that says sheep on it. So I guess okay. it's like a like people magazine, but for sheep. Oh, that's definitely what it is. That's clever. I like that. There are books on the ground. There is an old-timey radio playing, and he has headphones on his head, and he's wearing shades. Have you ever tried to read a book while reading shade or wearing shades? Uh, maybe on the beach? Question mark? I don't know. That seems like a silly thing to do. It does seem like a silly thing to do. But then again, this is a picture of a humanoid sheep, so why do I care right, so right, much? Right, right, okay. You just roll the punches at that point. <laughs> so the main point of this is... He's got the TV blaring. He's got like even stuff coming out of his laptop. The radio is blaring. He's got headphones on, which again, I don't understand why he would have all four of these things going on at the same time. But the right. point is, is it's very loud. And he, there's a thought bubble above his head. Mm. And it says, bah. and that's the comic. Wow. I'm just kidding. That's not what it says. It says, oh my goodness. <laughs> 
Your face was. What is? Okay, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what he actually says is, I want. I wonder why I don't hear from the shepherd anymore. And up on the hill, there's uh, there's a shepherd like w- holding a. I guess it's called a crozier for Catholics. Is that actually a shepherding term? Probably, I don't know. So the a big, st- yeah, the big. It looks like a large pepper, like the pepper candy cane, but just not yeah, made out of yeah. candy. It's made out of wood. So yeah. he's calling out, and the sheep doesn't hear him, and the, the sheep's like, "Why don't I hear the shepherd anymore?" And it's very obvious why he doesn't hear him. So Father Anthony, you explain it to me. Why doesn't he hear the shepherd? Because he has so many distractions. He's got the TV, the books, the radio. Um, the, he, he spent all that time bringing stuff outside and camping or whatever heck he's doing. He had to figure out how to hook up a TV to the outside and still get reception. All these things are distractions. This wrecked me. It absolutely wrecked me because for the last few weeks, like, like prayer's been, it's been an interesting kind of thing because prayer was not very good during Lent. I've been pretty public about that, but like since Lent, like my commitment to prayer has actually been pretty good, like better than it's been in quite some time. Nice. Spent some spent some time every day doing my Bible studies and and um, the prayers you go app and all the all these kinds of things. Like it's been decent. It hadn't been great. It hadn't been terrible. But even with all that said, there's still been a ton of times where like I don't feel like I've heard God in a very long time. It's like God, like. I'm I'm talking to you, but like I'm you know I've been waiting for you to talk back, and it hasn't happened. Like he hasn't said anything back to me, and I'm like, why not? And then I saw this, and I went, oh, <laughs> why am I so broken? Uh, you're not special in that you're broken. I think all of us struggle with these sort of things. Great. I'm um, broken and not special. You're just so pastoral. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Sometimes I think we make our own brokenness, our own struggles. We make them super dramatic because we get very excited about how broken we are. We actually, because we're so weird, we take pride even in our own brokenness, which is a very silly thing to do. Um, so that's my way of kind of saying, hey, hey, no, 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 no. It's okay. People struggle with this sort of thing. So I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it. I'm just trying to get radio content out of it. What does that say about my soul? Well, that's a whole other spiritual problem right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but like legit, I'm always, and it's weird. It's like too much of a good thing. I'm such an auditory learner. Like it's weird. I've been trying to actually read a book. Like Father Anthony, I can't, I can't, I can't do Mm. it. Like I can't. Let's. I could listen to two hours of podcast and almost recite it back to you. I okay. read two paragraphs of a book and I have to read it ten more times to understand what it was saying. Like, okay. it, I'm just such an auditory learner that, and I have this love for knowledge. I have this love to grow in my knowledge of faith, my knowledge of the world, my knowledge like, and then like just like entertaining things like my knowledge of story, my knowledge of like what all this stuff that I'm super interested in, and like that love has driven it too far to where like example i will be editing podcasts i edit my podcast i edit the ministry leaders anonymous podcast and like if the computer is taking more than like i know there are certain processes when i'm editing that the computer just needs like i hit a button the computer needs to work for like a minute by itself right if there is if i'm not having another podcast playing on my phone during that minute like i'm going crazy 
Like that amount of silence is killing me now. And it's this weird thing because like I'm such a completionist. Like I need to get through everything. Like I'm working. I need to get through this podcast so I can get to the next podcast. And then I need to get through this book so I can listen to the next book on Audible. Like it's driving me to just get so much more done that the silence seems pointless. And yet I know it's hurting me. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so I think when we're doing stuff like that, even when we're, like, a lot of times we don't use bad things to distract us from God. A lot of times we use good things. Like, all those things you said, all those things you enjoy are good things in and of themselves, right? But a lot of times we use even good things to distract ourselves from God. So the question is, I think the question you need to ask yourself is, why am I doing that? There's kind of like some of the schizophrenic sort of thing that goes on in the spiritual life where, yes, we desire to hear God, at the same time, there's a fear of what he might say. So my suggestion as we do mild spiritual direction via podcast is, is there something you're afraid he's going to say to you? Why am I afraid of going into the silence? Try to explore that. Why am I looking for distractions? What, 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 what do I feel? When I enter, even into those few seconds of silence before I turn on the next podcast, why is there anxiety there? And try to bring that to God. It's a difficult thing because like, it's hard to think straight and hard to examine ourselves when we're panicking like that. I think maybe that's the key to figuring out what the heck is going on. Does that make sense? Yes. And to answer your question, there is something I'm scared that he will say. So here's what I'm going to do about it. I'm going to go into some silence, and we call this silence a commercial break. So whenever we come back, we're going to be talking to Allie Hoffman. Uh, I love Allie. She's been on the show before. It's a blast. And yes, I'm making a joke. But also, for those of you who are yelling at me right now, I'm actually going on a five-day retreat next week. It's my yearly retreat. I'm very much looking forward to it. And I hope God will talk to me then because I'll finally have my ears open. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Allie Hoffman. Father Anthony, do you have any friends? No. Well, I can't help you in that case. But if you ever make a friend, do you believe that any of these friends will have a beard, lips, or skin? Oh, definitely. I would only make friends with people who had beard, lips, or skin. Or or all three? Preferably all three. Preferably all three. Sorry, ladies. Celibate priest here. Only friends. That's the rules. Only friends with with men with beards and that one lady from uh, what's that movie called? Greatest Showman. Exactly. You could be friends with her. So uh, Catholic Bombco has some of the greatest gifts, not only for you, but for your friends as well. You can actually love your neighbor by buying them some Catholic bomb like beard stuff, which I use, and it makes me look amazing. And you could also buy lip balm for those lady people that you know, but Father Anthony can't because that's illegal, just like mm-hmm. just like sinning and hearing confessions on Xbox Live. Um, have you used Catholic Bomb Co. before, Padre? I have not. I'm waiting for someone to gift it to me, so well, I think I, they should use your code to I buy me some Catholic I can't gift it to you, but someone else wow. can, and they will get 11% off by going to ForteCatholic.com yeah. slash beard, B-E-A-R-D. To get 11% off your next order. Order? Order.
Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am still your host, Taylor Stroll. Father Anthony has been plotting to take over for many, many moons, and he has not yet. Um, until he actually takes over the moon, he will not take over the show. Once that happens, we know that the end is near. Like we, that, that comes from Revelation, which we've talked about for the last few weeks. Uh, so anyway, that's an introduction for Allie Hoffman. <laughs> hey, Allie. <laughs> Allie, just so you know, background on what Taylor said. Uh, I also want to correct Taylor. I'm not going to take over the moon. I'm going to okay. blow up the moon. You can only like blow it up legally up if body. it is your property. So you need to first own it and then blow it up. That is not how blowing stuff up usually works in the world. You, a lot of times you blow stuff up that's you. not your property. That's how wars work as well. <laughs> Wait, you're the priest from Twitter. I've heard of this. Oh, Someone no. brought up the blowing up of the moon, and I was like, what? And that was the extent of the conversation, but... Oh my gosh, so great to meet you over this. Sometimes Hi. I tweet about Jesus as well. It's not just about <laughs> you know, that's where we mix things, you know, like creative <laughs> endeavors and like personal life and Jesus. That's great. That's Good. awesome. It's great to meet you. It's great to be here, Taylor. I love happy to be here. I love that like our intro of you, like you're you're like we all know you as this super creative person from Oodles of Doodles, and you're like, you know, so mm-hmm. curious, but yet your intro story was I heard there was a priest that wanted to blow up the moon, and I went, oh, and moved on with my life. Not curious at all. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. I'm not surprised by anything nowadays. So, you know what? Have you guys already talked about this? Your desire to blow up the moon and, like, delved into that? Like, dived in? like really Oh, yeah. We had, like, a whole segment about it. We, ha- we, we, okay. we had a whole cool, show cool. about it. And, yeah. like, what absolutely drives Father Anthony crazy is that is the single most downloaded episode in Forte Catholic history. <laughs> like, so it, people are like, what? <laughs> it makes him so mad. Because, like, fa- the reason we all love Father Anthony is because he's silly and amazing. And then he's also a good Catholic priest. Like, he is all of those things at that. once. Yet Love no it. one seems to care about the good priest part. They only care about care about the <laughs> like, silly part. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that like he is now more famous for wanting to blow up the moon than literally anything he's done in his Maybe priesthood not. drives Love him it. crazy. So the fact God, that you brought God it up is, is awesome. God is punishing me for my many sins. This is how he does it. <laughs> this is how he does it. This is your mark. This is your legacy. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, what he means by that is being on this show. That's what he means by that. <laughs> my many yeah. sins are my many appearances. <laughs> That's your legacy. Being on Taylor's show. So That's most awesome. most people need to go to monthly confession. Father Anthony does his monthly episode of Forte Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. And you're welcome here. I love it. This is a great awesome. question. Do you go to confession more or on this show more? Actually, it's about the same. I go to confession once a month. Okay, proud of you. Uh, Allie, what about you? You, This is your second appearance. You came on around this time last year. Do you come on this show more or go to confession more? Um, Since it has been a month, I have gone to confession more than, or has been a year, I've been to confession more than on the show. I can proudly say that. So you're a a very big sinner is what you're saying. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going this Thursday. So, I mean, I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> what it means, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I'm not brilliant. I've never been great with, like, prophecies. But I think sure. when you say that you're going to confession on Thursday, it means that on yeah. Thursday you're going yeah. to go uh, to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which most people colloquially qu- call confession. 
That's exact. Is that prophecy? That's exactly what that is. I yeah, did exactly. it. Just, yeah. That's just redescribing what she yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> but using different words. What do yeah. you know, <laughs> priest? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm doing, though. You nailed it. Speaking of good. things that, that you're doing, you do quite quite a bit of things. You go on people's podcasts. You you that yeah. that's about it. Uh, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. You do this. Well, the, that that alone is enough. That's a lot of things. So. Yeah. Uh, you've been on the show before. You mentioned Oodles and Doodles. We didn't really get into it, but like for those for the ten people that have ever been on the internet that don't know what Oodles of Doodles is, <laughs> what is it? Uh, the Oodles of Doodles is an Instagram page that I started four years ago. Where um, the whole idea was just to get better at hand lettering, um, and I wanted something to hold me accountable. And so it started as news resolution, and um, my whole I just like to make scripture beautiful. Uh, like physically beautiful as the words are. So it started as a New Year's resolution, and now four years later, it's a little ministry. Um, so yeah, I do hand lettering. I do catechism quotes, Bible quotes, ink quotes, funny things. I just like to make things beautiful, creative process. So everything comes from um, my prayer life. So whatever I'm reading about or praying about, whatever, I usually doodle it and hand letter it, and then I share it in just a reflection, something that's hitting me. Um, and it's grown into ministry. It's pretty cool. Everywhere. So I have cool. I have like eight follow up questions, but first of all, the controversial cool. one. You said that okay. you like to make scripture beautiful. Like, what was wrong yes. with scripture before you started working with it? Physically beautiful. So, as beautiful as the words are in a Bible, I like to make them look as beautiful as the words are on a piece of paper. So, like, they're just beautiful. I mean, if you read the Psalms right now, I'm reading through the Psalms, and they are just they're gorgeous like the word how it words and like human emotions what people are going through it's beautiful and so i like to represent that just in a physical way like as a physical reminder one thing um talking about that i doodled the litany of humility which is so hard like it's hard to read but i figure if i make it look physically beautiful that i'm gonna want desire to pray more and and doing that um, really like looking at the words and what the lit of humility actually is. It's like completely changed my prayer life, the, my prayer game, everything. So not that I'm adding to scripture, just making it for me physically beautiful. So, so I, I have a question because I'm scrolling through your Instagram page and oh, you said cool. you want to make um, like the text more beautiful by, by doing it, but yet yeah. none of the texts that you've rewritten, mm -hmm. none of it looks like papyrus and none of it looks like comic sand. <laughs> And what are you trying to do? You say you want to make it beautiful, but I see nothing oh, that looks like those Father two Yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you. First of all, I don't type it. So my hand naturally does not do papyrus. But also, speaking of papyrus, I just want, I'm a fan of the underdog. Why do people hate papyrus? I'm with you. I'm totally why, with you. Why is that a thing? Like, and like, I don't, I, I, is that just a thing that we just banded around? And we said, yeah. Take that, papyrus! Get out of my life! Like, it's, why do people? It was Nicholas Sharapa. It was Nicholas Sharapa <laughs> that started no, this no, whole no. thing. It wasn't just him. It was just him. <laughs> but David Calavita, I know he hates papyrus, yeah. and I was like, why? Like, do we just because it's used so often, or it's used because it looks like Jesus's font, so it's just used too often, or like to, to like look like what jesus would have used i don't i would just like an papyrus is the nickelback of fonts <laughs> dave david calavita i know i know that this is my show but i just want you to know that when you got thrown under the bus like there was nothing i could do about it like i i couldn't no, do anything under the 
Boss, I just know he's super passionate about this. He hates, because I was a graphic designer, he hates papyrus. Um, now, Nicholas Sharapa, but, uh, like, uh, Forte Catholic does throw him under a bus. Like, I'll take that. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. No, that's sorry. good. That's, yeah. Sorry, is that your brother? Sorry, It's my brother, yes. yes. <laughs> You're loved. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't uh, write and type in papyrus or comic sans. Now, comic sans I can get behind. It just looks flish. It looks jokey, kitty. Um, uh, no, I, I legit more- got an email in Comic Sans today. Like, legitimately got an email. Okay, without revealing who the person was, how old was the person who sent it to you? <laughs> They've been that. in ministry for 40 years. Okay, well, there, cool. there you go. That's all that needs to know. Cool, so, cool, cool. Yep. Uh, the best part about it was the subject of the email. Uh-huh. So, I can't, how can I do this without giving away the person? The subject of the email said, <laughs> welcome to this city, which is a city that I'm going to. And the okay. first line of the email said a city about 2,500 miles from there. So I was very confused. Like they were like, Hey, we should get to know each other. Email me about you. It's someone I'm going to be working with in ministry this summer. And I was just like, my first email, instead of introducing myself was I'm, I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm going to this <laughs> other place. I just wanted to make sure you're talking to the right person. Yes, and all of it was in comics. Every piece of it. Yes. Nice. You know what? Step true to themselves. They said, we're going all the way. I got to respect that. Okay. So, Allie, um, yeah. you, you and I, we, we kind of know each other, but we don't know each other super in depth. So, what yeah. I want you to do is I want you to guess the three things in life that I am the worst at. Go. Okay. Um, writing in Comic Sans, you're really bad at that. You just don't even do that. Yes. For sure. Um, two, uh, growing hair on here father anthony's helping you i don't like this at all this all of a sudden became the mutiny we talked about at the top of the (laughs) top of the segment oh cool cool relevant okay i'm relevant and three um wearing not t-shirts thank you so are are you bad at that i don't i don't know you know what you're bad at is sentences i'm so sorry if you are (laughs) so what's great about like literally right before this interview uh, the uh-huh. general manager of the station uh, was in here, and literally, he's the nicest man in the world. And every time he leaves, he's like, oh, don't worry about... Like, it's his studio, and I'm using it, right? And every time he leaves, he says, oh, I'm going to get out of your hair. And he means it genuinely, and every time, I am super offended. And then oh, Father Anthony just wants... Like, Father Anthony does it on purpose. Like, he's just punching me with his words. <laughs> So you, 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 the first thing that you mentioned is actually very true. Like I, like you, you said I'm bad at writing in comic scenes. I'm bad at writing anything. Like I am so bad at art. Like all of my art skill got put into music, and that's it. Like I can't write legibly. Like I cannot write okay. legibly. So okay. Uh, I, what I thought was very funny. You thought it was minorly funny. I thought it was honestly one of the funniest things I've ever did. There are these things called Instagram Live, Father Anthony. I know you're not on Instagram. But the best part about Instagram Live is like I can go live and somebody can start watching and commenting and then I can invite them to co-stream. Like to, to like yeah. to like me and Allie could do one together, right? It's it's fun. So Allie goes on to like teach these 18 billion people that she has following her how to doodle. 
And I just go in, in there and I'm commenting over and over again. It's, it's me and like 600 ladies. And I keep <laughs> inviting myself to co-stream with her. And she kept being like, Allie's like in the middle of her, like in the middle of her thing, like trying to be super, super Prior positive. Candle. Sure. Yeah. And I'm just like, just bashing that button of like, I no, want to join. If you want to come. I could, we could do a segment on let's teach a man how to do this. Cause I do predominantly, <laughs> I think there's like 91% of my followers are women. Um, I would love to tap into that. You know what? Let's get Taylor on here. Let's just see, you know, just feel it out, see what you can do, what your artistic ability is, high, low, wherever it is. We could set that up. I bet your followers would think that would be adorable to have Taylor on. <laughs> I think yeah. it'd be excellent content. You're trying. I, you know, I had my dad on one of the Instagram lives when I was teaching my dad, and they loved him. And yeah. they loved his doodles with dad, doodling with dad. I've, I've never hey. met your dad and favorite Hoffman's in my life. You are one. He is one a, like, I love that guy. <laughs> oh, my dad is my favorite person in the entire world for sure. And my mom. Uh, my <laughs> sorry, mom. Uh, hopefully yeah. she doesn't listen. We'll send this just to mom. your dad. Uh, so like, I, I think, <laughs> I think you inviting me on would be like the battle to end all battles of the sexes. Like you would just prove cool. once cool. and for all that you, that you win. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk later about whether okay, I want to, about. whether I want to be responsible for that cool. or not. So, cool. but okay. uh, the, the other cool. thing that I want to talk okay. to you about, um, in regards to what you are doing creatively is I was stuck in an, this makes it sound bad, but I, I just happened to be stuck in an airport for hours and hours and hours and while you were doing one cool. of these lives and posting. So I was like, you know, stalking you like I do to people. So cool. you were on this, it was a, f a few weeks ago. You were on this, this whole kick of like people reaching out to you and they were discouraged in their creative endeavors. They're like, you know, I'm trying to draw things or I'm trying to write a book. I'm trying to do a radio show or whatever. And people aren't following me. And Ali has 18 billion followers. So like, why should I even do this? And you shared the story of you getting this started. So let's, let's, let's do that. Like from where you started and why you started this, you already mentioned was just, you wanted to practice doodling to where you are now, where this is a huge ministry for you. Like what, share that story a bit. And what do you say to people who are trying to do something to step out of their comfort zone, to try to do something creative, to try to uh, answer God's call, but they but they can't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a huge thing is intention behind things. So I've met people who say, they say the words, how do you get a big following? How do you, you know, grow your social media? How do you get more followers or more likes, more comments, whatever? I'm like, if you're in it for that, like, I could share you tips and stuff. But like, for me, what this came about was just hand lettering out of my prayer. And I've noticed like in, in my prayer life, like in my personal relationship with Jesus, if this is an overflow of my prayer life, then praise God. And I think people are drawn to that and the beauty of it. Um, and so what I encourage people to do, I'm actually starting to do like kind of a mentorship one-on-one -on -one with people to try to help them. Like if they think they have a creative thing or they don't know, like just feel lost. And like, I have this artistic ability. I don't really know what to do with it. I want to do something with it for God. What does that look like? The first question I ask is, how's your prayer life? has your personal prayer life more than just a mass on Sunday or daily prayer or um, daily mass if you go. But um, because I really honestly believe like the, the world doesn't need more people out there to get a following. The world doesn't need more people to just have a platform just because I want to be seen. I want to be heard. The more people, I think the world more needs more people on fire for Jesus and they need 
people who are honestly just in love with Jesus. And I honestly believe like through this, it's just, it's mystified me because this was never my intention to create this. And I think like the Lord has just shown me through, through doing this and through sharing like ups and downs because my prayer life isn't perfect. My relationship with Jesus isn't perfect. I go through times of desolation and consolation and, you know, anxiety and stress and depression and like these high, like consolation periods, but just sharing openly and honestly, um, the conversations I've now turned to, how do I start a prayer life? How do I, um, how do I encounter Jesus? How do I do this better? I'm like, if this is what the Lord's wanting, then awesome. And there's this one, um, one talk that I've heard recently by, um, a pastor named Christine Kane, who is from Hillsong United or who's from Hillsong church. And she was talking to a bunch of worship leaders, creatives, and her whole thing was, um, gifting versus anointing. And that there's a lot of people with a lot of gifts and a lot of talents. Um, but the difference is when you're anointed or when you're, um, a deeper calling more than just you're good at something that brings about conversion and freedom and healing what the Lord wants to use. And, um, I, so I think like if, if people ask me, how do I start using these gifts? How do I start, um, doing this? First of all, I say, what does your prayer life look like? Are you spending intentionally every day? starting with five minutes. If you, if even that 15 minutes a day and building up from that and really just leaning into the father and leaning into what he says by reading scripture, by going into the word of Jesus and like reading his life and his heart for people, the Lord will show you and will lead you on a path that, that hopefully will use your artistic gifts. And I always think like if the Lord were to take everything away, if suddenly Instagram was gone, if suddenly like this ministry was gone, how is my relationship with Jesus? Because that's really what matters. And if this is a fruit of that, then praise the Lord. And I always say too, the Lord is really interested in your heart and what and and, and your love for him more than what he wants to use you for. Um, and so I think that right order of things and that there's some days where I just have to step away from Instagram and the social media world because it does like it can consume me. I'm not a super person. I'm not a saint. Like I'm not, you know, and so, um, to be able to prioritize that and if, and if I am intentionally, I have to always check my heart and check my soul and check my spirit and like, am I in this for likes? Am I in this for comments and how many people follow me? And if that's right, then I have to step away because this is not the purpose of my life is to get a big following. The purpose is to love Jesus. I don't know if that answered your question, um, but I'm really big on what does your prayer life look like? Like, how are you connected to the sacraments? Are you going to confession? Are you going to the Eucharist? Like, what does your heart and spirit and soul look like? What's fantastic that. that you don't know is that our first segment today was about how my prayer life isn't very good and how I often do things for for the show. So I, I think this is it. Wow. I think I think we're done. I think the show is over forever. Um, wow. And by forever, I mean for the next three minutes or so while we go to commercial. But before we do that, Allie, uh, how can people find the old oodles of doodles? Um, a great question. You can go on Instagram, the oodles of doodles, and it's only the oodles of doodles because oodles of doodles is already taken on Instagram. Jerks. So the oodles of doodles. Uh, or uh, my website is AllieHoffman.co. I uh, if you want to go there, but yeah, I'm, I'm mainly on Instagram. So. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for your time. We love it. And guys, Father Anthony and I will be right back to talk about dogs barking at us. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Anthony, have you made any friends yet? Nope. Well, I'm very sad for you. But do you know people who uh, own feet? Oh, I do. Most people I know. 
Well, then, have we got a deal for you from our friends over at Sock Religious. Did I say sacrilegious? I did not. I said sacrilegious, but that play on words is intentional by the owner. Sock Religious has the greatest socks in the entire world. I wore them yesterday for the athletic banquet because my track team is so amazing. I wore the St. Michael socks because literally, like I said in the show, I had angels fighting the other team for me. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, have you gotten any of these socks yet, Father? I did. I got the Resurrection Jesus socks, and I wore them Easter, and it helped me pray Mass so much better because I wore these socks. Well, I'm actually surprised by this news because I didn't think the answer would be yes. I'm very proud of you, and I'm glad that you prayed better. You too, my friends, can pray better. If you go to ForteCatholic.com slash socks, you'll get some kind of percentage off that I can't remember off the top of my head at this moment, but you will finally receive that happiness that you enjoy, and you'll finally be able to pray in Mass, endorsed by Father Anthony Sharapa. Welcome back to Forte Catholic, where Father Anthony is just dancing up a storm. One of these days, I'm going to record this video without telling them. Like, <laughs> all of my co-hosts have learned, both for funny reasons and the hard way, that I record literally everything they say from the moment they get on the, the call until, like, literally they leave. So, like a ton of stuff that I record that doesn't go on the show. That's why we have Patreon.com for all the things Father Anthony forgot that I was recording, but I actually did. Patreon.com slash Forte Catholic for all things bonus. Okay, here we go. Let's let's test you again. Okay. This last Sunday was what Sunday? It was Good Shepherd Sunday. It was Good Shepherd Sunday. So in our first segment, we talked about uh, not being able to hear the shepherd because our lives are so loud. And, and when I say we, I mean me. Uh, and then last segment, we talked to Allie Hoffman, which ironically enough, she connected like perfectly to yep. what we were talking about. And like, like I, I would love to say it was on purpose. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then we're going to t- keep talking about this whole shepherding thing. So um, did you – you said you went to Mass, which I'm very proud of you for, but you don't remember the readings. Do you remember anything from the homily you heard? No, no, no. I didn't go to Mass at all. I, I oh, Sorry. I celebrated Mass <laughs> oh, by yeah, myself that's right. in that, my chapel. That's right. That's right. That's it was just I you. I th- so I read the readings out loud. I did do that because I feel like you. I should still do the Mass parts all the right way, even though it was just me and the angels and saints and God and stuff. Um, so I do know that the reading was about Jesus talking about being a good shepherd, question mark. <laughs> He's got less confident as it kept wow. going. Like, ah. like, you, you know, like, it's it's funny because, like, you just said you said mass, but, like, you yeah. saying that sounds like yeah. a person trying to convince their youth minister that they went to mass. They're like, oh, it was Good Shepherd Sunday. What was the gospel about? Um, gospel, gospel. Jesus uh, talking about uh, uh, being a good shepherd. Yes, Timmy. Now, yeah. uh, <laughs> what were the readings? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you didn't go to mass, did you, Timmy? No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so I went to I went to mass. I don't remember what any of the readings were, but I do remember this one line from the homily because I took a note on it 
in my phone, which is something that I didn't oh. do all of Lent because I didn't have my phone on during Lent. But now, finally, once again, I can use the Mass for content on my show because I, I was able to take a note during Mass. Are you ready for this? The return of Taylor's note-taking in Mass. Do you think it will be worth it? I think it's good. I, I'm also wondering why did you bring like a notepad to Mass? That's, that was, that's ridiculous. Why would I do that like, when my phone is all of those if things? I'm, if I'm preaching and I see someone just pull out their phone, that's, that's going to be like insulting to me. Well, or Father to- Anthony, I know that you don't want to hear this, but Mass okay. isn't about you. Right. Right. Correct. Very correct. Moving Good on. Good job. Proud of you for that. <laughs> that also being, that's not an excuse to be rude though, right? No, no, it's not rude. It's not rude. We're in a modern society where people pull out their phones and meetings and masses and everything. People follow along uh, on, on, on the readings on their phone all the time. Are you saying that things are okay because a lot of people do it? Because I feel like that's not a great moral argument. Absolutely. Okay, double down. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is actually a great segue that you're doing accidentally because you're calling me out on something that's stupid. But at the same time, I'm not hearing it, which like has been an <laughs> I- ironic theme throughout the time because we said in the earlier segment that like the only person you listen to is yourself, so you gave it, you're mm-hmm. giving great advice, and then you realize that it was for you. Um, so the note that I took that you want to yell at me about is yes. actually fantastic, so leave me alone. Okay. So <laughs> part of shepherding is they have sheepdogs. Have you he- you've heard of this? Yes. You know how I know that you've heard of this is you kind of look like a sheepdog with that haircut. Oh, yeah. So if you don't know what Father Anthony looks like, go search Father Anthony Sharapa. That is S-I-T-D-O-W-N, Father Sharapa. So uh, whenever you do that, you'll be able to see him and see that he looks like a sheepdog. So um, what's the job of a sheepdog in the shepherding world? Uh, I think like two things, to kind of help herd the sheep, but I think also to keep away other predators and such, I assume. I, I I haven't been shepherding in a long time, and by a long time I mean uh, uh, ever. But I, that's why I would assume sheepdogs are used for. Okay, so in perfect fashion for this conversation, I heard the second thing you said, but not the first. What was the first thing you said? The first thing was to help shepherd them because I've seen like YouTube videos of them like running around making sure the sheep don't get out of the herd or the pack. A pack a flock of sheep. They they get they so the sheep don't get out of the school of sheep. They do that, and then they... <laughs> I like how you don't know what a group of sheep is called, so you called them all terms for groups. <laughs> the, 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 the pack, the, the herd, the, uh, the the school of fish, the the, yes. the the conglomeration of sheep. The conglomeration of sheep. I figured, I mean, one of those has to be right, right? <laughs> I think you're right, but how beautiful would it be if literally everything you said was wrong? That would be great. I think I'm probably wrong because I think the flock of sheep, which flock. we all actually know, it just like left my brain for some reason. I have that effect on people. So mm. uh, he was talking about how these the the first part of what you said uh, that there are these dogs that are like scary to the sheep. They bark at them and they're like, but it's it's all ultimately for the sheep's good because it is better for the sheep if they are in a pack and if they are pr- protected, like you said, by the dog and by the shepherd. So if they wander off, it's not safe for them. So the dog comes by, he's like, arr, 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 and he's growling at them and getting them, getting them back and kind of chomping at them a little bit to get them back into the flock. And essentially the, the priest asks, like, who is that dog for you? 
Who is, this is why I made this joke earlier, it was a deeply embedded joke into your brain. Like, who are the people that bark at you, <laughs> and who are the ones you actually listen to? Go. Oh, interesting. So the people, I mean, so the idea of the, the sheepdog barking is that people are barking at you kind of with a loving purpose, right? They're trying to keep you on track. There's a lot of people just like yell at me all the time, but they're mean. I don't want to listen to them. Me. So the people who actually care about me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's half and half with you. Sometimes you do call me out. And it's a good thing. Sometimes you're just messing with me, which is also a good thing, but different. Okay. Um, I think uh, probably my close friends, because um, they're the ones who know me well enough to know when I'm uh, kind of BSing or if I'm kind of... Um, not focused in my ministry or something like that and they'll just like call me out on it which is a good thing so i've got a good group of like inner circle of friends who do that for me well that's that's very good of you i have instagram feeds where i get cartoons that ruin my life that's who i listen to ah good i mean to each their own i mean <laughs> um no but like our staff at ablaze ministries like they we keep each other accountable but like especially like my boss like he keeps me accountable for work stuff and for prayer stuff. Um, and I, I think honest, like weirdly enough, like the reason that I don't listen to a lot of people or it seems like I don't listen to a lot of people is that like, I am honestly my own worst critic. Like mm. most of the time when people are telling me things, it is not new information to me. <laughs> it is not like, Hey, you need to be praying more. I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but it's the it's the people who who like so the dogs are like they can't talk, right? But in our analogy, like these people can talk. It's not people just calling out. It's the exhortation, it's the encouragement, depending on the situation. Like yeah. I know these things. I know when my prayer life's not going well. I know when I'm not, you know, pulling my weight at work. Like I we all know these things. But it's the people who are able to like who know the difference between the the right time to call you out, the right time to encourage you, the right time to just, you know, like guide you back into the flock loving. Like there are, there are so many different ways that that can happen. And that, that's what I love about living in community. And it's also what I love about like having people who are my mentors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think though I'm, I'm going to critique your critique of how you critique yourself. You follow that? Not at all. I'm a, I, I, just broke. Yeah, yeah, good. So uh, when we say we're the our own worst critic, that doesn't mean we're a good critic of ourselves. I think very often uh, when we say we're our own worst critic, it's what we're really saying is that it's very hard for me to see any value in who I am or what I do. It might not be for you. That is, a lot that is not true for me whatsoever. <laughs> I only see value in me and what I do. Everything I touch is gold. Right, right, right. I think there's like a, a fear and a bit of pride in that. That really, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> because if we, if I critique myself right away, if I beat myself up, if I punish myself before other people can, then I kind of like dodge a bullet. But the problem is maybe I don't deserve to get like beaten up for a small mistake, or maybe. Um, well, like there's the saying that, um, if you have yourself for your spiritual director, you really have Satan for your own spiritual director. Cause the idea is that, so you can't I direct. am Satan. Good. No, I knew you can go with that. I knew. It was, well, I, I went with it because it's what you said. 
Yes, right, right, right. <laughs> let me let me explain that little little saying. What that means is when we're our own director, we will not do it well. Uh, not literally that we're Satan, but we're kind of falling into one of his traps because we tend to be terrible directors of ourselves. So this is all to say, if we think we're our own worst critic, therefore we shouldn't listen to other people. I think there's a danger in that. So that makes it, so it would be a great thing if I had a community of people that I worked with that kept me accountable and a boss that did that for me. Like that's what you're saying. Yes, that would be better. Oh, well, you know what? I have that. That's fantastic. Hey. <laughs> so uh, this last thing that I want to talk about. I, this is a, this is not brought up this Sunday, but literally every time I think about Jesus as the shepherd. I think it is like what what's the picture the picture in your head whenever you hear Jesus is the good shepherd? Uh, I kind of see Jesus in some robes holding that shepherd's staff, the crozier, and he's just kind of standing there being good. Everyone else pictures the pic the famous picture of Jesus with a sheep over his shoulders. So okay, I can uh, see that. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know how you could just look at a person holding a stick and be like, "Good." I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad when you just like met me on the internet the first time. You weren't like bad and then just moved on <laughs> with your life. <laughs> That's fantastic. So here's here's the crazy thing, and we're gonna close with this. And it's one of those things that like. I'm glad we're closing with it because we're not going to be able to give the full answer. It's just something that I've had to sit with for a while. That like literally a shepherding term or a shepherding technique, if a sheep kept wandering and kept wandering and kept wandering. So like, you know, they'd wander a little bit and the dogs would bring them back. But literally, like we have the story of like the one sheep leaving the 99. There is like, if he kept leaving, what the shepherd, the actual shepherd would do is break the legs of that sheep. Put that sheep over his shoulders and carry that sheep around. So literally that sheep was with the shepherd for every moment until the sheep recovered. And then from then on, he was so dependent on the shepherd that he never left again. So like I've had to just think about that because like that is that picture of Jesus. Like we come with our brokenness, like whether we're breaking our own legs or he's helping a little bit. Like that's the part I've had to kind of sit with for a while. Yeah, but yeah. like we need to hear the voice of the shepherd. And if we are wandering, we need to even more be spending time on his shoulders right next to him because then we won't leave anymore. I, I love that imagery and I've had to sit with it for a while and I hope people sit with it this week. Any final thoughts from you, Anthony? No, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, spend more time with Jesus, I think is what we're trying to say. That is the message here. We did it. I'm so very proud of us, but mostly yeah. proud of, of, our, of our own shaggy dog, our own sheepdog, Father Anthony Sharapa, trying to keep me in line, keep me in the flock. I'm very proud of you. The people are proud of you. The people love you, and they tolerate me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, this has been another episode of Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. You know, follow us on the internet. We're there. Go to ForteCatholic.com. Father, Father, Father Anthony on the old Twitter sphere. I'll be back next week. See ya! Father Anthony, I'm really concerned that you haven't made any friends yet. Are you okay? Me too. Uh, I mean, I'm a little, a little sad. Well... I can't help you there, but I can help the other people. Join a community 
of just the ama- most amazing people in the world over at patreon.com slash forte. I think it's forte. Do you know? I don't know. Patreon.com slash forte Catholic. That's how it goes. I'm like you said earlier in the show, I'm a professional. Yes. And I know how to do things. So there's all kind of bonus content, things that we uh, didn't have time for on the show, things that we literally couldn't say on the show because Taylor would get fired. Um, That's all over at patreon.com slash Forte Catholic. If you want more Father Anthony, and if you want to finally help him be a friend, you can pay for that privilege at patreon.com slash Forte Catholic. Please help me feed my children.